Well, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am Jen Madden and I am your host. How you doing? I am hanging in there. I am still in New York and I will be for a while. Um, I feel like we're out of crisis mode and now it's a lot of wait and see. Um, it is still incredibly hard, but I don't feel like a million things are being thrown at me at once. So that feels a lot better. Anyway, today I want to talk about an article I read or actually just a simple sentence in an article that I read where a woman was talking about her experience with body positivity and you know, just trying to lose weight and not being successful, which has been my story, and I know it's a story that many of you have, but the, there was one sentence in that article that really stood out to me, and it was that good health and self-care require sacrifice. And I thought that was such an interesting little note or sentence in the article because I think many of us think that thought and we believe it to be true. I know I used to think that thought and believe it to be true. And I want to unpack that a little bit because when you are operating, living your life with that thought running in the background, you are not going to get the, the results that you want. So I want to just kind of explore that so that you can hopefully reframe that thought for you if you have it. And if you no longer have it, maybe this is an opportunity for you to just reflect on your journey to where you are now, which is really what I did um, as I was outlining this podcast. Um, but I do think it's a, a powerful thought that many people, especially many people who have been stuck in diet culture have. So I think it's worthy of a discussion, if you will. So I want to start from the place of your thoughts and how your thoughts impact your feelings and how your feelings impact the actions you take or don't take, which is how you get the results that you have in your life. That is the foundation of how life works. And it is the foundation of the my life coaching practice. That is the number one tool I use with my clients is really just helping them develop the awareness of their thinking and feeling and action and inaction so that they can start to change the results they have in their life. So if you have that thought, so let's say you have a body because you do, and you have the thought that good health and self-care require sacrifice or taking care of my body requires so much work, and you're most likely going to feel some sort of restriction, tightness, I don't know that sacrifice is actually a feeling, but whatever that feeling that sacrifice generates, it's not a good one, right? Um, so let's say the feeling is restriction. So you have the thought taking care of my body requires much work and you feel restricted. When you feel restricted, the actions you take or you don't take most likely are you dread doing anything that you deem as good health or self-care. When you partake in these activities, you most likely are not present. And you look constantly for evidence on why taking care of your body is hard work. So of course, your result is going to be that taking care of yourself is hard. 
and then you're not going to want to keep doing it because that creates another thought that is not motivating. So hopefully you can see why that thought is not helpful. So I want to just explore why you may be thinking that thought because I think understanding the why will help you start to shift the way you think about your body and taking care of your body. So why would you have that thought? Well, we live in a culture that tells us that require taking care of your body, especially if you have a fat body, a fat body is going to require you to lose weight. And when you are told by whether it be your doctor or a nutritionist or your best friend or some rando off the street telling you when you hear them tell you that you need to lose weight to feel better or have good health, immediately your thought goes to dieting, right? Because that's what we're taught. In order to lose weight, you must diet. And as you know, if you've been listening to me or following me for a while, diets don't work. And they don't work because they create this sense of restriction, right? And then it feels like a sacrifice because what you're doing is you're listening to somebody else tell you what your body needs. And you blindly follow some sort of diet plan or exercise plan that somebody who does not know you put together for you to follow. And most likely it is something that removes foods that you enjoy, requires you to move your body in a way that doesn't always feel great or doesn't always match your energy. And so of course it's going to feel like hard work. Now, I always like to throw the caveat that challenging and strengthening your body or doing things um, to improve your health may feel challenging because you're moving your body in a different way or doing something different, but it should not feel restrictive because it feels, if it feels restricted, you're eventually going to rebel and stop doing it. But with any new skill, it's going to require you to be a little uncomfortable. So let's think about like building a muscle. It like is uncomfortable because you're literally tearing your muscle so that it can rebuild and get stronger. But it is also going to be uncomfortable to start to change the thoughts you have about yourself and your body. It's going to be really uncomfortable because your brain is going to be like, uh, this is stupid. I don't even know what you're talking about because let me tell you the facts about your life and your body. And your, your brain is going to lie to you because it wants you just to stay the same because it's easier for your brain to just remain the same. So restricting and discomfort are not the same. Now you may feel some discomfort while restricting, but if it is the combination of restrictive and discomfort, your results are going to be negative. If it's simply discomfort, I want you to stick with it because any change is going to require you to be uncomfortable. And the more you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable, the more positive results you're gonna have in your life. Okay, so that's my little caveat to that. But when you are approaching good health and self-care from a place of wanting to fix yourself or following a diet because somebody said that you should lose weight, you are completely tuning out of your body and what it needs, right? You're giving your health, in essence, over to somebody else. And again, that somebody else doesn't know you and what your body needs. Only you do because you live in your body. So, of course... If you think that attaining good health and taking care of yourself requires you to follow some plan that somebody else put together, it is going to feel like a sacrifice. It is going to feel like hard work 
it is going to feel restrictive. And eventually, like I said, you're not going to want to do it. But it makes sense that we have this thought because we are inundated with messaging about one, losing weight and losing weight, you need to follow a diet. And also what is the phrase like no pain, no gain? It's not true. I say like, you got to like the current, they, this is a, a phrase my teacher says is the currency, discomfort is the currency of your dreams. So I'm, I'm all about the discomfort, but I'm not all about the pain and restriction because that's just ridiculous and it's not sustainable. So it makes sense that you may have this thought. Okay, so that's where it's coming from because we're inundated with these messages all around us. I know that myself, obviously, I had not had success with diets because they don't work, but even the idea of self-care fell into this category. So I think some people were like, all right, well, good health, I'm kind of on board with it could feel like a sacrifice because of dieting and pushing yourself too hard in the gym, but I don't know about self-care, but I really want you to think about that. Because maybe some of the first thoughts you have about self-care is like going to the spa and getting massage. And yeah, I'm all about that. Sign me up. But self-care is so much more about the daily things that you do, the habits that you have, the way that you pay attention and give your body what it needs every single day. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about self-care. And I used to really struggle with like simple things like moisturizing my body. Right, And I would hear like, oh, get lotion that you love that smells good and make sure that you take the scent in and when you're rubbing it into your body, just give gratitude for your to your body for what it does and all of that. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so painful. It was excruciating to moisturize my legs. How ridiculous is that? But I had this, this idea that it was going to be more work and more effort and I was not used to paying attention to my body because when you have dieted for as long as I dieted, I taught myself that I am not trustworthy, that I don't know what's best for my body and that everyone else does. So it was very uncomfortable for me to switch into paying attention to my body and being fully present for it. It was excruciating. So that's where the self-care part of this falls into it. And I'm sure many of you can relate to areas of your life where that showed up for you. It might not be moisturizing, you know, your legs. Maybe it was like flossing your teeth or something. I don't know. But anyway, approaching good health and self-care from a place of restriction and sacrifice at the end of the day is not going to get you the results that you want because you're going to dread it. You're going to hate it. You're going to find evidence on why this is the hardest thing in the world and that it's not worth it. So I want to reframe that for you. Okay, so we can see how our thoughts create our feelings, create the actions or inactions that we get so that we get the results that we have in our life, which is not taking great care of ourselves. We can understand why because of diet culture and just not trusting ourselves or paying attention to ourselves. So great information, great awareness. Now, what do you do about it? First, you start with that awareness. So it's really important for you to look at it, how it's showing up in your life. But I want to talk about your body because this is really about your body. Now, some of you may be like, I don't want to talk about my body. Like, do you see my body? It's fat. It's ugly. It's disgusting. It doesn't do what I want it to do. Your body moves you through life every single day. Your body 
is keeping you alive, like without you even making any effort to do that. Your body allows you to experience the fullness of life through your emotions, through your senses. It allows you to take care of your family. It allows you to go to work and earn money. It allows you to enjoy your favorite dish. Your body is amazing. There may be things about your body that you wish were different. And I challenge you to question what you wish was different about your body and the reasons why. Are they coming from a place of love and true care for your body? Or is it because you are setting yourself, your body up against some bullshit ideal that society has created? All bodies are not equal. All bodies are not meant to look alike. Literally look around, go to the grocery store and look at everyone. Everyone looks completely different from each other. Unless of course you're an identical twin. But even then, there's some subtle differences. Our bodies are not meant to look like each other. So when you are criticizing your body or looking for what needs to be fixed, I want you to really dig into why you are thinking that. Now, there may be legit reasons where you want to or why you would want to change your body. And I get it, right? So you may want to lose weight all for it because that may make your body feel lighter and it would be easier to move around in this world. You may want to reduce your sugar intake because your A1C numbers are high or getting high. Totally get it. But if you are wanting to make changes, for whatever your reasons are, approaching any change from a place of restriction or sacrifice will not result in the results that you want, period. In order to make positive changes, you actually need to have positive thoughts and feelings to get those results. It's as simple as that. So think about the miracle that your body is, the awesomeness that your body gives to you every single day without you even paying attention to it. Question your thoughts or your reasons for wanting to change the things you want to change. And if there are good reasons, if you love your reasons why, And only you can know if your reasons are good reasons. You need to start to shift away from the desire to fix yourself because you think you're broken into a place of my body is amazing and I want to give it the best care possible. Okay? So I think that starts first with recognizing the awesomeness that your body is and and the experience that it gives you um, in your life. So let's kind of tease out what that would look like from a thought, feeling, and action perspective. So you have a body, that's your circumstance, and you have the thought, my body is incredible. For me, that feeling is awe. When I really think about the miracle that my body is, I'm literally in awe of it. I'm like breathing right now and don't even know it. My body is doing whatever it is doing to keep everything regulated. Don't even have to worry about it. It's freaking amazing. And when I feel a sense of awe, I love on my body. I allow my body to experience the full range of emotions. Our body, our, emo- our emotions, our feelings live in our body. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I allow myself to feel those emotions. I also allow myself to use all of my senses, right? Being fully present in my life by listening to what's going around in my world or going on in my world 
to fully enjoying and tasting what I'm eating instead of just shoving it down and not paying attention, right? When I am in awe of my body, I am like so in tune with everything that my body is doing for me. It's amazing. And then when you are approaching your body and your care from that place, you truly act and see your body as this miracle. And it no longer feels like a sacrifice. It no longer feels restrictive. Good health and self-care from this place does not require sacrifice because you are truly tuning into your body and listening to your body and then giving it what it needs. It's not you fighting against your body. It's you like living life with your body. You are literally in your body for the rest of your life. It's you and you (laughs) for the rest of your life. And when you can get to the place of recognizing the miracle that your body is for all that it does for you, even with its flaws or your perceived flaws, you kind of like go hand in hand with your body and be like, hey, let's move through this. How can we move through this life in the best possible way, right? That restriction, that sense of sacrifice just drops and you fully embody your experience in this world. Right? So you allow yourself to listen to beautiful music and be present in it. You move your body in a way that feels amazing and not restrictive and not, not um, painful, like for lack of a better word, right? You're actually, you may be challenging your body, but it's not from a place of pain or um, pushing and grinding, right? You allow yourself to fully taste the food that you're eating and you actually enjoy it. You like smell your favorite candle, right? And think, oh my God, see what memories that triggers, right? Your body allows you to feel the touch of your partner or the, your little hand of a child. Think about that, right? These are the things that you start to notice when you shift away from fighting your body into really being in your body, in the experience of your body in this world. It's a beautiful thing. So I want to challenge you when you are caught in this feeling that you need to restrict, sacrifice, grind against your body in order to get the results that you want, in order to achieve good health or self-care. Even saying that just makes me laugh. I want you to notice when you're feeling that way. See if you can pay attention to the thoughts you're thinking that are making you feel this way. Simple awareness. What are you thinking about your body or whatever? What are you thinking about the thing that you're doing that you think is going to fix your body? It could be the diet. It could be the exercise regimen. It could be the pills you're taking or whatever. When you start to feel that restriction and that sacrifice, I want you to just notice what's going on in that brain of yours. Sometimes just the noticing loosens it up. Sometimes you got to step into curiosity and be like, hey, what's going on? Why am I thinking that? You know I love curiosity. Curiosity is the gateway to beautiful things because it puts your brain to work on solving a problem instead of your brain trying to keep you safe and focused on all the negative things. So notice when these feelings come up for you and get curious about it. And then see if you can start to notice something that you find absolutely amazing and awesome about your body. It could be, and I would like, I want to say it could be the simplicity of your breath, 
but it's not that's not simple. Your breath is pretty amazing because without it, you're dead. <laughs> but see if you can just notice something about your body that you're you're breathing without having to breathe your body. Your blood is flowing. Your heart is pumping. See if you can start to notice the miracle of your body so that you can soften your approach to how you care for your body. And remember, you are the only person who knows what's best for your body. So when you think about good health, when you think about self-care, what do those things mean for you and you alone? And then what do you need to do to ensure that you are giving your body what it needs from a place of good health and self-care? You are literally the only person who knows that. This is where self-trust comes in. All right, my friends. So let's shift our thinking. Let's notice the amazingness of our bodies because without them, we would not be able to experience the fullness of life. And we are here to experience the fullness of life for good or for bad because it's all of it. Our lives are 50-50, full of amazingness and wonder and sometimes heartache and pain and grief. And that is the thing we call life. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week. If you haven't shared this podcast with a friend of yours and you love it, please do so. If you haven't followed or subscribed to this podcast and you love it, please do so. I would so appreciate it. All right, have a beautiful week and I will see you next week. Take care.